Greetings, dear humans, and you know, any aliens that might be listening. You are listening to Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to an authentic, healthy life. This is Janine Strong. I'm your hostess. And today I have a very interesting guest. I think it's going to be a very fun uh, conversation. My guest is Nancy Hopkins. She's an author of books about subjects once considered conspiracy theory that are now considered factual renditions of reality. She wrote that. I love it. Factual renditions of reality. Since 2013, Nancy has been on internet radio pursuing the truth wherever it takes her. Since 2016, she's run the Cosmic Reality Radio Station, continuing the search for knowledge from politics and science to metaphysics and spirituality. In 2014, Nancy was introduced to Shungite, which is the meteorite that crashed into Russia 2.5 billion years ago. Shungite is quite simply a gift from the cosmos that has leveled the playing field and provided a pathway to saving humanity. And I'm so excited. I've been using Shungite and I really want to learn more about it and I hope you do too. But Nancy also has a very interesting background in electronic warfare. And in light of current events, I'd also love for her to share a little bit about what her perspective on all of the fires and the things that are going on right now. So welcome, Nancy. How are you? I am great. <clears throat> I'm sorry if you hear some thunder in the background. It's South Florida, Miami, and uh, we get thunder at this uh, time of the day, almost uh-huh. every night. Well, hopefully we're going to get rains here soon because we have smoke. We've been very lucky all summer. We haven't had any smoke yet, even though there have been a lot of fires. Um, somehow we've, I don't know, maybe it's all the electroculture that everybody in the area is doing now, but we've been very lucky. So we do have smoke right now, but I think tomorrow we're supposed to get a front in and some weather and it's supposed to get some rain and blow away. But I love thunder. Well, don't tell that to my dog. <laughs> I, I love It's my dog. He's at my feet right now. Okay. I can tell how far away the thunderstorms are by why, how he's acting. I hear you. He's terrified. Oh, poor why. thing. Poor thing. So, Nancy, tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. The, the, <clears throat> the background starts when John Kennedy was assassinated. Mm. I was 15 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. And it was such <clears throat> it's so hard for people, young people, to understand the impact that that had on the American psyche. Yes, yes. I mean, my 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 parents. I don't remember them saying anything during the three days of the assassination to, you know, the funeral. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them saying anything. They didn't know what to say. They were completely out of. I mean, they were whacked out. Mm-hmm. And as a kid. I think that children become start thinking like adults when they ask a question that no adult can answer. And that was the day I became an adult. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Nancy, I have to tell you, I don't have much memory of things, but I remember exactly where I was when I heard that uh, that Kennedy was assassinated. I had the flu, and I was in bed, and I was watching TV. I think I was, uh, I don't know, maybe 12 12 years old, something like that. And, and I, that's, that's just so stuck in my head. I don't remember anything else about being that age, but I do remember that. 
Well, it was not just in the 3D, uh, 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 an astounding event. Mm-hmm. It shattered the timeline. Mm. Now right? that I because haven't heard. If, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I I wrote a book called um, Cosmic Reality. It's actually two books in one. Okay. The first part of it is called the John Kennedy Jesus Christ Connection. Mm. And you can get this free PDF on my website, CosmicReality.com. Go to books and blogs, and you're going to be able to see this book. You can co- pull it up as a PDF and, it, you know, read it. You can buy it on Amazon, you know, but it's also free to you. Okay. okay? I'll put you know? a link. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, put a link to it because um, the, the information in there is, is so critical. Maybe it'll be more today than, you know, yeah, it yeah. used to be. Mm-hmm. But the John Kennedy Jesus Christ Connection was my research. The first book that I wrote under that title was 500 pages or something. Whoa. <laughs> you know, I said, I said, no, 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 we got to make this so that people understand it. Because by the time I got it written, there were other people writing books that were also on the Kennedy assassination. Um, and it wasn't until I got, I was in the military, I was in the army. And after my army experience, boy, I'll tell you, I had a whole different view of what was really happening. Mm. And that's when I took that book, I threw out I mean, it's, it's I don't know, a couple hundred pages now. Okay. Um, and what what it did was it forced me to absolutely throw away the old reality that I had been told that existed and start from scratch and build it piece by piece. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't believe anybody. I certainly wouldn't believe the politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid, I... And that's why my my generation, the 60s generation, was out there saying, what's reality? Mm-hmm. Give me some transcendental meditation. Yes. I want to try that. You say it opens my mind. You know, that was because we were we became adults in our thinking in one instant, the same instant. And that instant was a time frame change. And I'll tell you why I'm so sure of it. Because now, you know, what is it, 70 years later? Now I understand so much about timelines mm-hmm. and when okay so imagine i'm 15 years old i leave the house i say to my mom i'm going over to lois's i go two houses away i walk in the back door and the radio's on and she i, I yell and she's upstairs so i'm going to go upstairs to where she is so i'm walking out i walk out of the kitchen by the time i got to the dining room it was like all of a sudden Remember, I'm a kid. This I've not had these psychic experiences, okay? All of a sudden, it was like I was someplace else. Hmm. I, I didn't know where I was. It was like I was in a, a fog, mm-hmm. a fog of intense energy. And I wouldn't have even known to call it energy at that time. You know, mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, what's happening? And in the background, I can hear the radio real loud. And it's John Kennedy's been assassinated and da-da-da-da-da-da. That was 1 p.m. Eastern time um, on the day that Kennedy died. And so I just keep walking and I I get to the living room and Lois now, I kind of think she must have felt something was wrong because she came running down the stairs and she was halfway down the stairs. She stopped, she looked at me and she says, what's wrong? And I said, they killed the president. And I turned around and I walked back home. I walked in the door 
And I said to my my mom says to me, I thought you went to Lois's. And I said, they killed the president. And I kept walking and went in and turned on the television. And I never left that television for three days. Wow. I'm getting there. chills. I'm getting the what I call the good willies. Oh. Right? <laughs> That was when that was when the timeline shifted drastically. Mm-hmm. Now, so I've I've spent my life trying to understand the reality that was presented to me in, as a very young child, and then as I now in the last few years I've realized the best thing that could have happened to us was he was assassinated, because if he hadn't have woken up a generation. Mm. We'd be down the tubes by now. Yes, it's kind of like you know? it's kind of like the jabs. Um, it's waking up a lot of people. Well, you wanted to know about electromagnetic energies. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2019, I was approached by somebody who I had already done uh, anti 5G radio programs. Okay, I, w- I was already talking about it. And they came to me and they said, would you do a show, a show just on that subject? And I said, no. And he said, why? I said, because I've been fighting for 40 friggin' years and nobody will listen. Mm. And I just can't do that to myself anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, mm-hmm. fighting. I mean, I was out there. Uh, oh, I, see, in the 70s, I had an experience. Well, when I got in the military, I went into the military because uh, you can't really understand your enemy unless you join them. Mm, okay. And the only way I could get into the government to understand the ins and outs of the government is to become part of it. And I didn't hmm. think that way, but what had happened is that I went to meet somebody in a, what, what was it? It was like the the uh, state, the city state house or something, mm-hmm. but it was a public government building. And I got there about an hour early, and I'm walking around, and there's the Air Force recruiting, Navy recruiting, Army <laughs> recruiting. So I just started talking to these people. Mm-hmm. And the Army put such a good uh, you know, program onto the table. My uh, degree from college would get me to be an officer, and um, then I could go into to the Army. To make a long story short, that's, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. What was your degree in, Nancy? What was your degree History. in? History. Okay. History. History. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that's another story. <laughs> I, I, the story. I've got so many stories. We're going to just try to t- stay on t- track, okay? You're so, like me. Yeah, many lifetimes in this life. <laughs> then, well, not only that, but I can remember other lifetimes, so it gets really squirrely sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, what lifetime was that? <laughs> Let me think, you know? Um <laughs> So, but um, so I go into the army, and they put me in into a, a very select class of people. Only one percent of the people in the army get into this particular organization. That most people in the army don't even know it exists because it's the army's version of NSA. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Navy has one, the Air Force has one, the Army has one. It's called the, uh, oh. <laughs> just, Senior just moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, it, it'll come to me, okay? Yep, yep. But that particular organization is, con- and remember, you're talking about 73 time frame. Okay. That was an organization that was set up for 
coordinating NSA information and seeing how it affects the Army and then telling the Army. But mm-hmm. all this was very, <clears throat> from the viewpoint of user, was very new. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we had a, what was called an electronic battlefield. And never never before has such a, a battlefield been, has the battlefield been considered an electronic warfare battle except from World War One. Okay. Mm. Now, because why? Because the Russians were able to do uh, extreme damage to the Germans because the Germans were using radio out in the open and the Russians were listening to it mm. and knew what they were going to do. That The Germans were just stupid about it. <laughs> if you can hear it, we can hear it. Bah. Right? Thank goodness. So the, mm-hmm. Rus- <laughs> the Russians uh, have always been the number one group, this nation on the world that knows more about EMF and electronic warfare and battlefields is the Russians, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Interesting. So what I also brought to the, to the table, because, I mean, I believe that I'm spiritually guided. And so I had all these things that were I was getting, you know, like. I, I was in college to be a, a phys ed teacher, and one day I didn't want to be a phys ed teacher. I wanted to be a history teacher, and you know the only courses available to me were on Russia. I knew you were so going to say that. <laughs> I, I'm, take, I'm taking all these crash, these all these history things on Russian, and also I needed a uh, social, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. social studies. I need mm-hmm. some to. We had credits you had to get in different things. Right. And the only thing open was Soviet studies. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got this massive credentials regarding Russia. So that's why they top picked me. Hey, you, you the ones that you know about Russia, you come work for us. Mm-hmm. All right. But then they with the electronic warfare people. And so now I'm taking my Russian knowledge and I'm learning about this electronic battlefield, and I could I could understand it and explain it better than anybody else could. Mm-hmm. And so that got me to the very top echelon of the intelligence world. The people in the uh, um, she said that I keep trying to get the name of that that group. Um, they lived in Arlington. That the building was in Arlington. Um, the, uh, that particular group of people. Okay, were at the top level. It's an NSA level, but they don't really have the knowledge to be able to put it all together. But you get somebody like me that understands how the Russians think, and plus the fact in past lifetime I was George Patton. I experienced ah. the George Patton. Okay, oh, so I'm bringing George Patton's tactical information into the. Yeah, I mean generals were afraid of me. <laughs> okay, that, that's how. <laughs> so, so, anyway, um, so because I was into this thing, because I, well, because it was my mission, I guess, um, I ran into somebody who was the insider's insider's insider. Okay. And they told me, and I'll explain, it's, it's more than just telling me, they, they let me know about what was the real grand scheme of things. And they showed me the build-out of the electromagnetic technology and that they were going to use that to control people. Uh-huh. So, And what year okay, is this? So I, 
This is 1976. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. So from 1976, you know, for decades, I and only a handful of other people out there, remember, we don't have the Internet, knew right. what was what, what all of this meant, the dangers of it, everything about it. And so I tried to tell people, I tried to set up a business where I would go into your home, I would measure your electromagnetic, just mainly at that time, we didn't even have Wi-Fi, the electricity in the home and be able to adjust it so it's not as harmful to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we get into the Wi-Fi stuff. And, you know, it was like, so when they came to me in 2019 and said, do a show, no, no, because one of the, the things that happened was that my brother and I were talking, and my brother is was a year younger than I, and he really thought I was a nutcase. He <laughs> went bet. to a Catholic school. <laughs> you know, he went to a Catholic school. He graduated from Notre Dame. He was mm. a Navy civilian, you know, doing all this good work and everything. And um, he had come to Florida because he was on a job for the Navy. And... So I asked him about that. Well, because it was a top secret job, he couldn't tell me stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was I had, I was way beyond him, you know? So I could read between the lines and I knew what kind of questions to ask him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. so we're having this, we're sitting on the beach and I'm asking him these questions and all of a sudden um, he started, I think, realizing that, wait a minute, she seems to know an awful lot about this. And so then he he... He told me that he was working with radars, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm telling you, I almost threw up. Mm. And I said, all right, I said, I know you think I'm crazy, but I've got to tell you this. And I told him that those radars would kill him. I said, I've got the documentation. I've got the studies. We've got radar operators all over the world who are dying from brain cancer because of the friggin' EMF and the radars. Mm. Well... 20 years, but he died, he died of a brain tumor. Oh. Yeah. And I've always kind of had a, a sense of, did I do enough? Did I, But I know the guy. He wouldn't have listened to me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I've got blood in the game now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yes. Oh, Nancy, so, is it the I, Army Security Agency? Thank no. you very much. Who said that? You I, just I got looked it? it up. I looked it up. <laughs> Okay, Army Security Agency, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, so, in 2019, we, we started Radio 5G. And I didn't think we had a chance in hell of turning it around. But what happened was that, um, at that point, Mark Steele came into the picture. And Mark Steele is some from Britain. And this is where you know that we're divinely inspired. Because Marx told me, he said, Nancy, when I was a kid, he said, everything I'd look at, I'd think of, how can I make it into a weapon? I said, as a kid? (laughs) Jeez. So he ends up becoming uh, in the British uh, military, but he was a civilian working for the British, you know, that type Uh of thing. Um, He he ends up building uh, weapons based on electromagnetics. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's living next to the town that was one of was the first city that was five G was put into Ooh. in Britain. Okay, okay, he's living next door to it. Just think of the the you know coincidence. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, 
And he's driving down the street and they're putting in all these new lights, these street lights. And he's looking at him and he's going like, what's that antenna doing there? So he starts to really research it and he realizes that they're putting 5G in the street lights and not telling anybody. Ah, and so he goes, he goes to the uh, government of uh, this, the town that this was happening in, which I, I can't. I, oh man, my, my mind right now is not bringing, bringing me the things I know. I'll get it. Maybe it's it the matter. thunderstorm in the background. That's so everybody knows because well, Nancy and I talked about it before I turned the recording on. There's a thunderstorm in the background, which I think is cool, but I, I can hear it. So, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I went to the government and the government brought him up on charges of terrorism. He went before a judge. In fact, he went before a second judge. And both of those judges declared him to be an officially certified expert on the topic and the governments had to listen to him. Oh, wow. Okay? Why? How could they? So, now, wait a minute. So they were calling him a terrorist because he was asking questions? No, because he was telling. Well, so you don't. You you probably don't know Mark. Mark is this guy that has a very very thick British accent, and he goes. He'll go. I'm telling you, they're killing you. Okay. <laughs> he was like, he wasn't. He wasn't holding back on it. Got it. You know. Okay. He Got looked okay. when he was when he would talk. He would sound like we we would laugh about it. You know, even though we knew he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because he was so appalled. I mean, he says, this is what I did. I would kill people with this. What's the matter with you people? You know? Oh, wow. And, oh, wow. Uh, but because of Mark, um, he kind of opened up the, now, now I had somebody that understood it as well as I did. In fact, now I've got somebody that understands it even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. had some mm-hmm. shows where, <sighs> I'm telling you, we blew the top off the 5G question, you know, and we knew what it was designed to do. It was designed to surveil. It was designed to control you electromagnetically. It was designed to kill you if it wanted to. It was designed to kill the the very structure of the earth because it it, it kills the microorganisms in the soil. It kills all of the uh, bugs, your, your insect community goes. And once you got the insects gone, boom, you, everything falls apart. Uh, Einstein said, "If the bees die, we're dead in a few yeah, years." Yeah. Nancy, would could you send me links to those shows so I can put them in the show notes for people? Yes, I would like to listen to those myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, w- what happened was that, um, and then I got on Carrie Cassidy, Mark, uh-huh. Mark, then I. Mark on Carrie Cassidy and uh, also Sasha Stone mm-hmm. uh, because Sasha had done that incredible movie with Mark. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so there was, and as soon as that happened, it was like, I know that those other people out there were building their websites and getting other people involved in it. But for some reason, nobody heard about anybody else until that particular time frame, which was the spring of 2019 okay. into early summer. And mm. all of a sudden, boom, it blew up and everybody knew now. I mean, anybody that was, you know, inclined to know knew. And we kept having a question. And the question was, how are they going to hide it? Because Mark was seeing so much destruction from the the, the 5G that was put in. In Gateshead, thank you. Gateshead. Gateshead, Britain. okay. Uh, Gateshead, okay. Uh, so much, so much 
he, because people heard him. He was a terrorist. He, but his their kids are dying of of heart cancer. You know, so he he began to. Uh, that was where he started going. Was how how they're killing they're the killing is. He was the first one because people were telling him about the kids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't being reported. He was hearing mm-hmm. it. Okay. And so he's out there screaming. You know, this is a death thing, and it's gonna. You know, and we kept saying, how are they gonna how are they gonna hide this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we flash forward to 2020, mm-hmm. and no sooner did the Wuhan virus break out mm-hmm. but all you know the people that knew 5g when it's 5g it's 5g it's 5g <clears throat> or, wh- or whatever it was <laughs> say again i said or whatever it was virus quote unquote no, mm-hmm. i don't know no, it's not a virus right i mean there's right. a virus out there but that, that's no it really was that they, that they were saying that the people were dying because remember people dying in the streets all of a sudden they didn't yep. have any they just dropped dead yep well that was why that certainly wasn't a virus right yeah that's so ridiculous okay it was because when they turned it on they turned it on too high in japan mm. they bought their entire electric grid when they tried it over there to the point that they won't let 5g into japan last i heard i don't know it might have changed mm-hmm. but um it, it was one of those situations where, okay, so Wuhan is the one of three cities that's got 5G. Where does it go there then? It goes to northern Italy. Right. Well, guess what? Northern Italy has 5G. Southern Italy does not. Do they have any COVID in South, in South Italy? No. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Where else? New York City had had it. Mm-hmm. Every single time it was this all awful thing, it was 5G areas. So, you know, it was like, oh, now you're calling it a pandemic while mm-hmm. you start putting out more and more 5G. It's a pandemic. Don't pay attention to what we're doing with the power lines. Right. Yeah. Don't look inter- here. Don't look here. Don't look here. <clears throat> you know, so, uh, yeah. And then when we realized the impact of what was happening with the vaccinations, then our conversation kind of turned to, well, good Lord, you know. Maybe the 5G was a cover story for these vaccinations. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like they're trying to kill us from all angles. Mm-hmm. And that, yep. the last time I, the last time I heard Mark Steele, he was talking about all of these, this stuff, everything. You know, the, all of it. And he, he he gets to the end of the show and he goes, "But why aren't more people dying? Why aren't more people dying? Because he knows what it should be, and it's not." And that's what's really important here isn't what it was or what it could have been. It's what it's not. And it is not killing as many people. And in the it's having the reverse effect. It's waking people up. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so why isn't it killing more people? I mean, because 5G isn't everywhere or. No, it's not killing people because that because, okay. First off, we now have a Shungite grid all over the world, number one. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to explain that. Yep. Um, but the other thing is, is that if you as an individual do not make an agreement, a contract to give up your soul, they can pump anything they want into you. You're not going to lose your soul, and that's what they're after. Well, you know, okay, so I've said... 
many times that this just came to me, I don't know, a couple of years ago, that we all made an agreement, and I may be wrong, but my feeling is that we all made an agreement before we incarnated as to whether or not we were going to take the jabs. Well, that may be true, but I, I, let me put it to you this way. That's sort of like, it could be true, it doesn't matter if it is or isn't. It matters mm -hmm. what the decision is by that 3D human being at the time. Okay. Your soul make a lot of decisions. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. But in the end, it's that 3D individual. Okay. Do they agree okay. to that contract or not? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and that, that's what we're trying to get to, is to wake up the human being. Mm. Now, I'm firmly convinced we have humans that are part of the animalistic chain, mm -hmm. and then we have human beings. Right. Um, in... in in, in the book Cosmic Reality, it's actually two books in one. And in the second book, I tell you the rules of cosmic reality, which were given to me over decades. All of a sudden, they'd say, well, the first rules that came to me were, and I was, I mean, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing something. And all of a sudden, this voice comes into my head and said, reality is what you think it is. Majority <laughs> rules. Number three. Everybody who is in charge of a given reality will keep everybody else from knowing rule one and two. Say that again. That. Say that again, please. Reality is what you think it is. Right. Okay. Majority rules. Okay. Anybody in charge of a reality will keep everybody else from knowing those two things. Mm. Because if you don't like your reality, all you have to do is change the way you're looking at it. Change the way you're thinking about it. Your mind, your thoughts are where the power is. Interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, this is just the phone that I have on. It's always that's okay. on for all. It, it, it. See, if they don't answer, then it'll go away. That's okay. Sometimes I, somebody I, starts. <laughs> I can edit it out. No problem. Or we leave it in and make it real. I mean, I don't edit it. <laughs> <out of my laughs> okay. We you can know? leave it in. <laughs> so interesting. The, 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 so. Okay, so reality is yeah, what you think it is, the majority rules, and those who are in power um, right. keep, you from, keep you from knowing rule one and rule two. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so when you start looking at reality from that standpoint, you go, well, what does it mean, majority rule? Mm -hmm. Well, the majority of people... If if you decide if you decide that you're gonna believe the way Nancy believes, mm -hmm. all right, and you start going there, your power goes there. And the more people that agree that they should come over to where Nancy's reality is, the less power it is in any other reality. And there's a point in time where boom, things switch. Okay. Energetically. And all of a sudden you're in like a whole different reality. Now so the dark side knows exactly what I know. And so they've been trying to make changes in the way that we perceive reality to come along and make us part of the majority that believes that that reality is real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. That's the way that they're working. So if you know that, then just don't go there. So when they give you the vaccination and you're, and you're you know, oh, I'm so afraid, I'm so afraid. Well, right then and there, you're making a contract. Mm. You're making a contract with somebody 
because you're saying just do whatever makes me feel secure. Mm-hmm. That's a contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you got other people that go, I ain't going to take that shit. If you don't take that shit, you're not going to you're not going to have a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, my kids, my husband, my life. All right. Give me the jab. That's not a contract. You were forced into it. OK, so let's say you you really weren't afraid, but you thought that those people were going to were telling you the truth and you better get this because if you don't get it, you're going to kill grandma. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. You're doing a good thing. Then you take it again. You did not make a contract with losing your soul and losing your ability to be an individual. Okay. You made you did something be, for others. OK. OK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So. If you got those 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 people that did it out of fear are going to die, in my opinion, mm-hmm. unless they can get their shit together real quick and figure out how to stop this, because this stuff is nasty. Mm, I know. I mean, I've gotten to the point that I just can't even look at it anymore. You know, it's like it's just so bad. Mm-hmm. But none of it's there. None of it's going to be there if you didn't make that initial contract. And that's what the dark side didn't understand. Ooh, thunder. Ooh, they it didn't understand. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so explain that a little. Could you drill down just a little bit more on that, please? On the contract thing? Yeah, the dark side. Yeah, to- and not the dark side not understanding that. And I, ju- I just want the listeners to really grok this because I think it's important. Okay. The, 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 the weakness in the dark side, all right? Is they don't believe in God. Okay. They believe they are God. <laughs> that seems to be the case. Yes. <clears throat> Whatever they do is going to be right, and they have a total disregard for anybody outside of their and in quotes family. Okay. Okay. That's the dark, dark, dark side. Then the dark side will force people to make all sorts of contracts to work for them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that are doing this evil stuff are not really the darkies, the darkies as we call them. Okay? So uh, like Trudeau? Trudeau is a darkie. Yeah. Well, no, he's he's actually a pawn. He's that's, not, yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a pawn. But he is a darkie in that he is bought into it look hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. Plus he's part, part of their bloodline. Mm-hmm. I mean he does have the blood situation happening. Okay. So, you know, those people, because of their arrogance and their ignorance, they underestimated the ability of human beings to say, no, we've got our own God and it's not you. Mm-hmm. We're the gods. We are the gods. Why are we the gods and you're not? Because we're just expressions of the God force. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they can't control us. And they didn't realize how fast we were going to wake up. That's why they pushed the 5G. They started seeing people wake up too many. There was too many Nancys out there. Mm -hmm. They rushed it. Mm -hmm. And in rushing it, they stumbled and made a lot of obvious problems, like almost burning down a Japanese city because they turned it on. There were a lot of things that were... You know, saying stop, stop, stop. I mean, you know, all of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. So now they go in panic state, and they 
push the vaccination thing, the pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and while everybody was locked up, they were building out the five G like crazy because nobody was locked riding right. around saying, right. "Why are they all these antennas?" You know. So, um, but they can't stop what's happened. Too many people are awake and aware. Too many people are aware of their own potential for changing reality by just the way they think. Mm-hmm. Thought is that if you you don't have and nothing can happen if there's not a thought behind it. You gotta have a thought. Mm-hmm. And if if the thinking becomes more and more people, and the and it's not how many numbers wise. This is the other thing. It's not that you have to have oh ninety nine percent of the people believing in a reality. No, it's not that at all. It's how much energy mm-hmm. are the people that believe in the reality putting out to create that timeline shift. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because right? I mean a timeline. What's a timeline? The universe, think of the universe as being just extremely fluid. And so it morphs. Everything, every thought that goes out morphs this universe that we're surrounded by. If you've got that morphing happening all the time, what happens is that, oh, I think I'll go to the right. Uh, No, I'm going to go to the left. Okay? But you said, I'm going to go to the right. As soon as you said that, you started a timeline for your individual self. Okay, a timeline that was taking you to the right. And then you go the opposite way. Well, that one still exists because you put the thought out there. It's mm-hmm. only until you, you, you until it doesn't have the energy to go any further that it dissipates. If you're focused on a particular outcome, a particular what you want, a particular reality, that's where the energy goes and that's what builds. If you say, no, I'm not going to get that vaccination, sorry, you're not going to do it, not going to do it, um, that is detrimental to that timeline. And if there's more people thinking, no, it's, we're not going to let that thing take us down, well, that's the, the reality, the timeline begins to manifest. And mm-hmm. that's what we are now. Interesting. Wow, I had never thought of timelines in that way. So so if you have something that you're kind of passionate about and your that your energy's going into that and, and that's the timeline, but then you change your mind, that timeline's still there, but it starts to dissipate because you're not putting any energy into it anymore. Does that make sense? Yes, that's no? exactly right. Huh. Okay. Interesting. So how do our <clears throat> Excuse me. How do our personal timelines intersect with the, uh, I don't know, the uh, the uh, say the 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 local timeline, the you know build that out to the 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 state, the the country, the planetary timeline. Well, every everybody's we make up those timelines. <clears throat> it's our decisions. Our paths. See, it's uh, the way. I, the way, best way I can think of it is to think in terms of a rope. And each rope, to make a rope, you have strands, mm-hmm. little thin pieces that you weave together. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And that. So you got all these people that start to think in terms. Think in terms. I mean, it's not like they under that they're thinking in terms of building a new reality. It's some people just live in a new reality, the reality of the old reality, the Garden of Eden kind of thing. You know, the people that are always happy, Mm -hmm. the people that 
filled with joy when you see them. Your heart goes, oh, I love you. You know, even if you don't really know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of, the, well, there was too many of those people out there that were locking in the God force, the love force of the universe into the species of humanity. This is what was getting them all irritated. And so I, I, I've, I've had friends of mine that said, I just so envy you that you're able to make, you know, an impact on people. I said, oh, if it wasn't with, for you, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. It's your belief in people. It's your belief in a future of unbelievable happiness and joy. It's you guys that are doing it. Don't mm. you go out and start learning the stuff that I, I know. Don't let yourself stop being who you are. You're you are anchoring in the God love. Yes, you know, there. there yeah, I've that. often said there really is something to ignorance is bliss. It's it's hard because I used to be the one who was always joyful, right? And then I started going down the rabbit hole and really learning and understanding just what's going on. And it's kind of hard to be that old me now. Well, yeah, 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 but remember, that's the core. That's still the core. You yes. know, yeah. you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't believe in it. Right. You know, it's, it's what keeps us going. I mean, are there days I want to throw my hands up and curse at humanity? Oh, yeah. But do I? No. Because I know that for the vast majority of the humans on the planet, they're just, they're background players. Right. You know, they just go through life and they go, you know, like like leaves on a river. Mm-hmm. You know, then you've got human beings and I'm not trying to put them down. Good Lord, I love them as much as I love my cats and my cats certainly don't <laughs> in charge of reality. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the dog, he's my best friend. You know, no, it's not that I'm doing that. I'm talking about the the basic concept of the game we're playing, which is reality. And there's an awful lot of people you can, well, the best example of this is when we tried to tell people that everything they said on the internet, everything they said over their telephone was being monitored by NSA. Mm-hmm. Oh, you crackpots. So Snowden comes out and he says, everything is being recorded by NSA. Oh, everybody knows that. Yeah. I yep. mean, that was the reaction, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Those, those people out there don't even remember that we tried to tell them that. You know, it's yep. like it, 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 it's it's they're 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 not playing the game. They're not influencing the game. Mm-hmm. They're not interacting with it in, in a rational thought based way. They just go through life doing what they're doing. And I, you know, I can't fault them for knowing for not understanding the reality because they're also surrounded by sources that want to keep them in a reality where they should be fearful they should depend on the government freedom is something you don't want because that means responsibility you know all of those things and uh but they're not players they don't have enough energy to put out and to create reality creating mm-hmm. so those of us that those of us that understand it you know um we just know that in our core, we were sent here to not just anchor the God love in, into the planet, but to actually go after the dark side. Mm-hmm. Enough of this. Mm-hmm. Now, why did we come here to do that? Because the God consciousness of the planet, which I call Gaia, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Asked the universe for help. Ah, uh-huh. Okay. She, she was, she, I mean, imagine being a creator and you create all these marvelous, I mean, my God, flowers, water, air, I mean, there's so much beauty here. It's one of the most beautiful mm-hmm. planets in the universe. And you've got all this animal life. I mean, she's done an amazing job. And then one day the dark side comes in and takes out, well, the first thing they took out to be honest, let's get woo-woo. I don't know what your shows go to, but let's go real woo-woo. Mm-hmm. They came in and took out the green man. The green man was one of her first creations, and it was to protect everybody else. He was like the sheriff. Mm, okay. And to help him, to help him she created, uh, I don't know that she so much created, but I think it was a creation on this planet. They may be other places, but the dragons were there. Mm-hmm. And the dragons... Uh, the source of the, let's say, policing power. Okay. You know, the green man needed help. He had the dragon energy. Okay. And if you don't believe in dragons, you might want to reconsider because they're still here. They're just in the etheric form. Mm-hmm. So there were all the nature spirits, all, you know, all of them were created in in unison with the creation of the 3D things that we see. But when this happened and they took out the very foundation of the protection of the planet, um, she lost control. Mm. And, you know, and, and, and there's so many layers of it. And I don't understand all the layers. I just appreciate that, that, you know, in my own little 3D place, I can only understand a certain amount because it's beyond what information we have to understand the whole thing but going through life and you know i'm 75 years old so i mean i've been here for a while yes we have (laughs) yeah you're you're not much younger right you know so we, we we've seen the changes and we can understand and we've got more experience to be able to sift through all this diversity of concepts and energies that are are at play and uh, so gaia asked for help and um you know that's what happened is that people from other other realms let's put it that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. said I go now, there were certain people like me who um I've been on this planet for a long long time I didn't originate here but I you know me either yeah been here mm-hmm. and um I love this planet w- without hesitation everything I do is for Gaia it's not that <clears throat> it's not that I consider myself in worship of her uh, or devotion to her. It's a matter of this is her planet. Mm-hmm. She created this, you know. So I'm subservient to her needs. Mm-hmm. What do you need me to do to help? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when she led me to Shungite. Interesting. Now, before we get into Shungite, because I think what I'm going to do, because we're at almost 48 minutes is I'm going to ask you another question and then we're going to start a new recording and really get into the Shungite. So we're going to split it into two recordings, if you have the time. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So the question I have, because just to kind of wrap up the timeline idea. So the idea with the, the looking glass and that the timeline was set and couldn't be changed in, was it 2012? What are your thoughts on that? Well, for whatever reason, and the Mayan had a better feeling for it, there are certain 
well, the Earth and the solar system is traveling through the galaxy, okay? Mm -hmm. So when you think in terms of that, how fast we're traveling, you're traveling into different energies. So in different places in our travels around the galaxy, we're into totally different energies. Right. And somehow or other, the Mayans were able to understand this. And you'll hear it in the concept of the Aquarian Age, you know, the Piscean mm -hmm. Age, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's an understanding that we have as human beings that we have these various uh, energetic changes around us from just the just going through the solar system. I mean, going through the galaxy. So at 2012... The Mayans started talking in terms of an end of an age. Now, they didn't say the end of anything except the end of an age. It means that the energies were going to change. It's the same time that we're going into the Aquarius. The Aquarian uh, energies were starting to take hold. Mm -hmm. So from the concept of timelines, what happened, and the reason that the Looking Glass and the others were having a problem, is that as you get to this border between the energies, all right, you go through a situation where the uh, timelines that are in existence and, and everybody's sort of got their own timeline. You know, there's a, a mutual consensus of what the the big one is, but you've all got your own little ones. And so it's when we're going through the transition between the energies, what happens is that these timelines began to collapse. So that by the time you got to 2012, it was, and it's called a singularity, or at least I call it the singularity. Okay. It's like you're going through an energy tube almost. You're jumping into a new <laughs> new bubble. And at that moment, you only had the negative one and the positive one. And the positive one was the one we are on, but the negative one was the one that had uh, a lot more, let's say, cohesiveness to it at the time okay well as soon as we get to that on the other side of that singularity all of a sudden every single timeline that was potentially available started mm -hmm. jumping up i mean and i can remember it clearly you know in the spring of of 20 uh of uh 2020 what happened i mean 2013 what happened was that people were saying, oh, I just found a new love in my life. Oh, I just got a new job. Oh, I mean, they were all there was all this stuff happening. And it was everybody had a story about a new venture for themselves, either on a personal level or in a business way. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching this. I'm oh, this is interesting. But by the end of April, it was all collapsing again. And what came out of it was something very, very different than what had we had entered with. We had the dark side one, and we had the light side one. The light side one was kind of, I you know, I, it's, it's like goody two-shoes thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to ascend, blah, 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 right? And then you have the dark side where you're going to put you in hell. You will live without anything and be happy. Yes. That time mm -hmm. one, all right? But what happened was that there was a third one. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, there was a third one, and that's the one we're on. That's ours. Mm -hmm. Enough people had come to the realization that the goody two shoes thing isn't, you don't trash a planet and then just ascend. Sorry about that. Game's not run that way. You got to finish the game. You got to go one way or the other, destroy it or make it into, into the Garden of Eden again. But you're not going to just ascend and leave everybody to, what you know, not, not pick up the pieces. So mm -hmm. now. <clears throat> So now we're on the timeline of uh, uh, just potential without 
without limitation because the potential is limited when you can't think about it. And what's happening is that all this crap that they're throwing down to us and these crazy things that they're saying, I mean, they, they, somebody, somebody's just put, wanted to, they put out a, a statement to some gr- gangs in some city. Hey, could you only shoot each other between, uh, you know, 9 p.m. and 9 a.m. so that we don't shoot the kids? <laughs> what? You know, I, I mean, didn't the, hear the that insanity. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just heard it today. It's in my head. You know, is the absurd things that we're hearing. You know about the transgender situation. Oh, about oh, the, the borders are opened. You know, let's spend all our money in the Ukraine. I mean, it's like, oh my God! Every day, every time I, I go, you know, every day it's like, I, I have to laugh because it's just so. It's nuts! Stupid. It's absolutely nuts! It's like where yeah. where's everybody's brain? Where I mean, how is all of this okay? How does how this just keep? How does this keep happening? How how are they just getting away with this? I just it's like wow. Oof. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, but we, we're on the timeline that Gaia wants. Okay. Gaia knows where we're going. Um, we have the source God, the God of love that I believe, I believe the universe was built on love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so that source, we have that energy. But we also have the energy of Gaia herself. You know, and the and the thing of it is, is that she can't do any. There's there's laws and rules and regulations. Being a creator god, and it, it goes now that that you know you can't really if she, she can't really do it for us because that's not the way things are. Mm. We've got to learn it. So the more we learn, the more powerful she becomes. Mm. See, she's going through transitions too. And okay. if you know that's just my take on it, okay. and so um, it's it's something that we're doing together, mm-hmm. and we're doing it in the best way that we can can do it, which is to just worry about yourself, keep yourself balanced, mm-hmm. don't go off into the emotional, you know, meltdowns that people are going through. Just be that rock of mm-hmm. knowing we're on the right path. I know it looks a little weird now, but don't worry about it because right over that next hill is a valley of abundance beyond belief. And if we can just get that to permeate the energy of the timeline, that's the only thing that's going to be able to exist here. So just take Got care it. of yourselves. Got it. Wow, that's that's awesome. Thank you. I I appreciate and I'm sure everyone appreciates the that that things are going to be okay. I mean, I, my sense is that we're going to go, we're still got a lot of shit to go through, but that it is going to be okay and that we are going to evolve in a, a positive way and come out of it in a way that we're all going to really appreciate and, and that Mother Earth is also going to appreciate. I've been at this, like I say, for a very long time. You have too. And when you get to and when you if we can go and know all the things we know and I don't care who you are you probably still don't know certain things that we know you're, you're on the you're on the way but we've been here longer it's our longevity I say I flaunt my age <laughs> I've been here longer than you have I know what's happening. <laughs> you know but if we if we know all the darkness and more darkness than even you know and we still believe we're gonna win that we have won 
that this is this is a rocky little changeover, but it's nothing like they planned. Hmm. That's you know? the key. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like they planned. Okay. Oh. So now, since we're almost at an hour and we haven't talked about Shungite, I think it's a good idea to split this up. So, but let's. How about a little teaser about the importance of Shungite? Just just a short little thing to end this. Uh, part one, we'll call this part one, and then um, I'll start the recording again, and and we'll get into Shungite. Okay, the best thing I can tell you about Shungite is that an estimate 2.5 billion years ago, it, a meteorite came from outer space and hit Karelia, Russia. The reason that I think that's probably the true, true time frame is that the Shungite is like, you, you think of a meteorite, you think of a big hole. Well, at that time, it was still a molten kind of surface. So when it hit, it kind of floated on top of it. And, and so when you see the, the Shungite field in Russia, it's, uh, I, I just got corrected on how much. My, my, I, I had heard that it was 1,000 kilometers okay. of, you know, square of this area. Um, but it's a big area, and it goes down, I've heard, up to 400 feet. Hmm. So you've got this big area of this stuff that is only come from outer space and in it is c60 molecule mm -hmm. now nasa believes c60 molecule is the most abundant molecule in in interstellar space oh okay the only place you find c60 in natural occurring and in large amounts like it isn't in, in shungite is shungite no place else in the world it's not naturally formed in the world unless there's a uh, lightning strike some uh, there's like a couple of the gold mines have, have had traces of C60 and some meteorites have had C60, but nothing on the planet has as many C60 molecules. The C60 looks like a soccer ball. Right. It's the most perfect geometric shape and for energy work. Um, and I believe that the universe itself is in the shape of C60. So when you've got Shungite, you have absolutely pure magic what is magic magic is a manipulation of energy everything is energy and by shungai now being ex understood and worked with by our group um you, what you've got happening is you've got gaia's gaia's gift to us was getting a shungai mm. she's the one that asked you better bring me something you know <laughs> but <laughs> With Shungite on the planet, what it's doing is that any of these electromagnetic waves that are around you, we can get into the to the yep. technical aspects of it, but it basically it nullifies their effects on us. So when it does that, your brain clears. Mm -hmm. Your brain clears. Okay. And the cloudiness goes away. You can begin to think, and that's why I say. By allowing us to get back to the ability to think mm -hmm. is what's made the game change. Okay. All right. That's a good teaser for everyone to hang in there for part two. So I've really, I hope people have enjoyed part one as much as I have. I've, I've, I've learned a lot. Yeah. I really appreciate who you are and you're sharing all of this information. And so we will... Uh, have part two be about the importance of Shungite because you you really haven't uh, focused 
on anything else. I mean, there are other things, right? But but you, your focus is on the shungite. So I'm assuming that shungite is really important for us right now. And with all of the electromagnetic frequencies and all the crap that's coming at us. So stay tuned, everyone, for part two. And I will put up uh, a... Um, oh, what do I want to say? I'm having a senior moment now. A, a video slideshow on Rumble. And uh, Nancy and I have been talking about possibly uh, getting my podcast out there in other venues. So I'm going to look at that too. And um, we'll see you back again for part two. Thank you.